to see everybody today. I want to welcome all that are joining us online. Praise the Lord. Let's go over to Philippians chapter 2, is where we'll begin today. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 2. We'll begin here this morning looking at um, this subject of healing by the name of Jesus. And um, this is so important uh, because, uh, you know, there, there are things that that can be heard. There are things that, for instance, uh, there are, we talk about rights and privileges in the name of Jesus, through the name of Jesus, by the name of Jesus. But there are things that are done, that are completed, that are finished uh, by the name of Jesus. And um, this is so important. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 9, uh, the scripture where it says, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. The Amplified Bible says, Therefore, because he stooped so low, God has highly exalted him and freely bestowed upon him the name. That is above every name. In almost every translation, it's the name, uh, except in the uh, King James. And uh, this is important because it's the name uh, throughout Scripture, throughout the Old Testament. Uh, we see the seven compound names of God. And uh, each of those names represented not just something that God did, did but something that he was and uh, we had focused much over the last couple of months on the name Jehovah Rapha uh, Jehovah being I am the the blank check whatever you need that's what I am and then he said in this instance concerning this situation I am Jehovah Rapha I am the Lord your healer uh, not just something he did but something that he was, all right? Because uh, someone can say that the Lord can heal. Well, they're saying something that he can do, but then to say the Lord will heal or the Lord is my healer, it's a totally different thing. Uh, looking at someone and saying he's a husband, well, that's wonderful, but it takes on a whole new meaning when you say he's my husband, all right? Looking at someone and saying, that's a wife, is great. But to say, that's my wife, it takes on a whole new meaning. Because there's, there's, uh, there's uh, benefits, there is uh, steps that can be taken. And so he says here, he has bestowed upon him the name that is above every name. Then in Luke chapter 10, uh, Jesus begins to speak about this. 
And uh, in uh, verse 16, notice what he says. He says, he that hears you heareth me. And he that despises you despiseth me. And he that despiseth me despiseth him that sent me. And then it says, the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through your name. And he said, I saw, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding, in this do not rejoice that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice your names are written in heaven. Then he began to pray, and he said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you've hid these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, it seemed good in your sight. All things are delivered to me of my Father, and no man know whose the Son is but the Father, and who the Father is but the Son and to he whom the Lord will, whom the Son will reveal him. And he turned him unto his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things that you see. Now, the authority of Jesus Christ was delegated to his disciples, notice, to carry out his will. All right? The 70 return, when, when, when you look at when he, he appointed the beginning of that chapter, he said, he, the Lord appointed other 70 and sent them out two by two before his face in every city, and he told them what to do, all right? He said, uh, uh, go and, verse 8, whatever city you enter in, they receive you, eat such things that are set before you, heal the sick, and say unto them, the kingdom of God has come nigh unto you, all right? So the authority of Jesus Christ was delegated to his disciples to carry out his will. And then he said, he that hears you, hears me. Now, why is that? Because they were sent in his name. If you hear the one that was sent in the name of a person, you're hearing that person. All right? There's a pattern to follow that's found in the way Jesus represented the Father. All right? The Father worked through Jesus, and Jesus works through us. All right, Jesus said, the Father in me, he does the work. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 10 and um, verse 38, we, we see this pattern. It says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Now, it's important that you understand uh, these little things that may not mean a lot unless you, unless you focus on it. Everywhere it mentions Jesus of Nazareth, it's a reference to his humanity. It's, it's referencing the fact that he was a man. This is important because... From what I can see and ascertain, everyone in here is human. With maybe one exception. <laughs> Hallelujah. Everybody's pointing at Vernon for some reason. I don't understand that. 
but glory to God. Uh, he anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. God was with him. Jesus said God was in him. Hallelujah. The Amplified Bible says God was personally present in Christ. Personally present in Christ. And notice what he went about doing. Healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Because God was personally present in him. In 2 Corinthians 5. And uh, verse 19, it says, To wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and has committed unto us or put into us the word of reconciliation. It was God in Christ in this verse, now it's Christ in us. God in Christ and Christ in us. There's a twofold application of the understanding here. If Christ is in me and God was in Christ, God was allowed to do the works through Christ. Christ allowed God to do the works through him. I have to allow Christ to do the works through me. What messes people up about their ability is the simplicity of it. Jesus never laid hands on anyone he did not expect to be healed. So why do you lay hands on people and not really believe they're going to get healed? Why do other people lay hands on people and not really believe they're going to get healed? Hallelujah. Do, do, do you see this? But the other side of that is that people have to be taught that Christ is in that person working through them. Not just the preacher, the believer. Jesus said, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Hallelujah. Is that right? But now, now that's simple. That's simple. Faith and the things of faith were never meant to be hard. They were not meant to be complicated. Faith is simply a word that means the conviction of the truth of anything or being convinced that something's true. The time, what takes the longest is getting a person convinced. Now, don't, don't misunderstand that. If their heart is open, it doesn't take long. Right? Getting a person convinced. And then once they're convinced, 
Rest is easy. It's not supposed to be hard. And, and that's why you've got to teach people not to be moved by the symptoms and not to be moved by the situation because the word's working. But make no mistake, if you're believing, that thing should go. It should go. All right? In John chapter 5 and verse 30, and it is going. John chapter 5 and verse 30. Notice what Jesus said. I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. So notice he said, I can do nothing on my own. Why? I'm representing my Father. I'm here on His authority. Just like we operate in the name, through the name of Jesus, on the authority of that name, Jesus operated on the authority of the desire of His Father. Hallelujah. I'm here on His authority. And He gave instructions concerning the use of His name. And, and when He did it, He was alerting His disciples to this new authorization. In John 14. He tells them in verse 13. And whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, that will I do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. The Amplified Bible there says, in my name, presenting all that I am. Capital letters, I am. The name presents all that I am. The name is a representation, a presentation of all that I am. When you say the name of Jesus, you are encompassing all that he is. In the name. In the name. When, for instance, people don't think this way, but when you bless your food, and you ask, you speak the blessing, and then you say, in the name of Jesus. What you're saying is, I'm praying, and it's just like Jesus is here blessing my food. Hallelujah. Like they asked Smith Wigglesworth one time to bless the food, and they were eating pig. And he stood up and asked the blessing over, and he said, Lord, if you can bless that which you have cursed, bless this foul swine. So remember that prayer over your bacon in the morning. <laughs> Presenting all that I am. All that I am. It presents all that I am. Whatever you ask in my name that presents all that I am, that will I do. So the Father will be glorified. John 15. John 15 and verse 16. 
He said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. Now, notice, then there's a colon, so the word so could be injected there. And that your fruit should remain so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Once again, whatever you ask the Father in my name as presenting all that I am, he may give it to you. Hallelujah. Now, these are not just promises. They are instructions. As to the use of this authorization. So we're bringing forth fruit. Our fruit remains. And because of that, whatever we ask the Father in the name of Jesus which presents all that he is, the Father will give it to us. Hallelujah. In John 16 and verse 23. And in that day you will ask me nothing. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, as presenting all that I am, he will give it to you. Hallelujah. So the first thing I've got to receive, if you want to say it this way, by faith, is that whatever I ask in the name that presents all that Jesus is, the Father will give it to me. Now that's not just something we believe as word of faith people. Well, you know, them folks over there in that denomination, they... You know, they pray, if it be your will. And that swells our word of faith pride. But are our results any better? See, that's what I've got, that's what I've always got to ask myself. Are, are my results any better? Is, is my faith any stronger in what I believe than their faith is in what they believe? Hallelujah. Do, do, do you see that? My mind just works that way. When, when somebody does something wrong, somebody will go, I can't believe they treated you that way. But I'm thinking, okay, what can I do to not allow that to happen again? Right? When, when, when I counsel a marriage, it's, it's never, I've never had anybody come into marriage counseling saying, I'm the problem. It's all me. Right? You have two people come in and they're both pointing fingers. And nobody's trying to figure out what do I need to do to fix this thing? Right? Now, now here's the thing. And I want to say this the, the way my heart wants to say it. If I'm not receiving, the problem's not on the giving or the preparation end. Everything that God has is already made ready and waiting. All right? It's, it's an issue of, of what do I believe about what he said. So when Jesus said, 
For instance, right there where we read, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. And, and what a lot of people will do in the circles that we're in and outside, they'll read something like that and they'll ask the Father for something and maybe it won't happen. And instead of investigating, they'll just say, well, we'll see, it, 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 that can't mean what they say it means. It must all be up to God because I ask in the name of Jesus and I didn't receive it. You see? What do I believe? Remember, always believe what God said about his word. Whatever you ask the Father in my name as presenting all that I am, he will give it to you. So those are the instructions concerning the use of his name. We've been authorized to use that name as it concerns and presents all that he is. In uh, Philippians chapter 2, And uh, verse 11. It says concerning Jesus. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. In Ephesians 2 and verse 11, he said, Wherefore, remember that you being in time past Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world, but now in Christ. Jesus, you who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Now, why is this important? Because he's the Lord and head of the church. So whatever I ask in the name of the Lord and head of the church, presenting all that he is, the Father will do it. Jesus currently mediates and involves himself on the earth through his body, the church. And as Jesus represents God to man and man to God, we're to represent him to the world. After his resurrection, let's go to Matthew 28. After his resurrection, Jesus declared all authority had been given unto him. Matthew 28 and verse 18. Jesus came and spake unto them and said, all, of, all power, all authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. So he declared all authority had been given to him, but he delegated his authority. And he delegated it to the church. The word power 
there, of course, is authority. It's the right to control or govern. It means dominion or the power of rule. Authority, right to control or govern, dominion, or the power of rule. Hallelujah. So I've got to take time meditating that that authority has been delegated to me. And that's not just authority over the devil. That's authority over anything that accompanied the curse. Because Adam's authority was over everything that God created. Jesus, Mark chapter 16, Jesus commissioned his church to do three things. Mark chapter 16, verse 15. And he said unto them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not will be condemned. And these signs, now, you could say these signs of authority, these signs of dominion will follow them that believe. Notice, in my name. Now, that's an important statement because the name presents all that he is. When the demon looked at Jesus on different occasions and said, I know who you are. Now, people say, yeah, he knew he was the son of God. He wasn't seeing the son of God. He was seeing God. I know who you are. I know who you are. How, right? He saw the one that had authority over him. Amen. Amen. In my name, these signs will follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They'll take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick they lay hands on shall recover. In my name, the sick will recover. In my name, they will lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Notice verse 20. And they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them. But wait a minute. Verse 19 says the Lord was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And then verse 20 says the Lord was working with them. 
Now, the simple answer there is he was working through the name. But what's the key there? These signs shall follow them that believe. What do they believe? In the name. What do they believe about the name? That it presents all that Jesus is. Hallelujah. In my name. Power of attorney. Hallelujah. E.W. Kenyon was speaking one time in Tennessee, and he was preaching on the name of Jesus. And there was a lawyer in the audience, and he raised his hand, and he said, uh, if I'm hearing you correctly, he said, it sounds like you're describing the power of attorney. And Kenyon said, well, brother, you know better than I. You're an attorney. I'm a layman. He said, if being you're an attorney, he said, uh, am I describing the power of attorney? He said, yes. He said, well, how powerful is the power of attorney? And the man said, it depends on the name behind it. Hallelujah. In my name, in my name, power of attorney. I knew a lady one time whose mother was uh, incapacitated because of a disease and was not able to handle her affairs. And so she signed power of attorney over to her daughter. Well, when Kathleen walked in the, the bank, it was not her mother, Jean, walking in the bank. It was her daughter. But she conducted business like she was Jean. Now, that can sound simple to us, but we're supposed to conduct business like Jesus conducted business. In my name, in my name, they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. In my name, they will cast out devils. Now, look at that for the believer. Yeah, how many believers do you know that talk about the devil, the devil, the devil, the devil, the devil, the devil? And the power of the devil. And people are just possessed by the devil. And their minds are blinded by the devil. And the devil's messing everything up. And you can't minister because of the devil. And you go down here and the devil. And you go to this part of town and the devil. And the devil's strong over here. And the devil's working over here. And the devil's real bad over here. And all the... Isn't that something? Amen. In my name, they will cast out devils. But notice, oh, oh, I see, and these signs shall follow the preachers. That, that's what it is. Oh, the, oh, the, oh, no, no, the pastors. Right? Oh, the prophets, the apostles. Oh, here's the problem. That all went away with the apostles. 
The apostles were the only one that could really believe. No, 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 a thousand times no. These signs shall follow them that believe. That's where you say, that's me. Say it out loud. I'm a believer. All right? And so then I expect these signs to follow me in the name. Hallelujah. I was at the uh, National Association of Christian Lawmakers last week, and uh, it was, uh, let me see, it was Friday. Yeah, Friday morning. And we had, we, there was a session that we were taking a break from, and my pastor and I and, and Miss Jeannie and Pastor Michelle were sitting out in the foyer visiting, and, and uh, there were two young girls that came over, and they came up real respectfully, and they asked this question, just blessed me so much. They said, is there anybody over here sick that needs healing? Amen. And they said, because we believe Jesus will heal you. Well, none of us was sick, but they just, you know, we let them pray anyhow. That blessed me. And it, it didn't just bless me because of their enthusiasm. It blessed me because they believe what the Bible said. There used to be a guy I knew, he'd, he'd upset people, and he was, he was kind of goofy in some other areas, but uh, I knew him personally, was a, a friend of mine, and, and he'd see somebody on a walker in the supermarket, and he'd go up and pray for him. Somebody in a wheelchair, somebody on a cane. Yeah, that's, that's a little bit pushy. Okay. He believed this. Right? Now, th th I understand there's a decorum, you know, I mean, but what I'm trying to say is, could it be that this sign that's to follow the believers in the name, they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Could it be there are some sick because they don't access the power in the name? Hallelujah. You, you understand? When hands are laid on me, I'm going to be healed in Jesus' name. Now remember, God, remember Nicodemus, John chapter 3? We know that you're a man sent from God because nobody could do the things that you do unless God was with him. Right? So, so if God was present in Christ and Christ is present in me, then it makes sense what he said in John, the works that I do, you will do. Right? And greater because I go to my Father. Well, what was the point of going to the Father? What did that have to do with anything? Two things. He said, when I go to the Father, whatever you ask in my name, the Father will do it for you. And secondly, when I go to the Father, I'm going to send the spirit of power and the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of might to dwell in you, the Holy Spirit. A Amen. That, that's why when you read in, uh, uh, for instance, in Acts chapter 4, it says that, uh, we'll get over there in a minute, 
it says that they came and they had been called on the carpet for healing that man in the name. You know, it wasn't that he got healed. It's that he got healed in the name. Hallelujah. Do, do you see this? And it says, what was their prayer? Lord, grant unto your servants boldness, that with all boldness we may preach the word. And what else? Stretch forth your hand to heal in the name of your holy child, Jesus. And what's the next verse? And with great power gave the disciples witness of the resurrection of Jesus. When you lay hands on someone in the name of Jesus and they're healed, it's evidence, it's proof positive Jesus is alive. There can be no other explanation because you did it in his name. You don't do things in the name of a dead man. When a person's dead, there's no need for power of attorney. They're dead. Oh, glory. But he's alive today. And because he's alive, I have power of attorney. Amen. I don't just have a right to use his name. I have a right to act like I'm him on the earth. When the scripture says in 1 John, it says that we would have boldness in the day of judgment. What follows that? Because as he is, so are we in this world. That, that means I can stand before the Father in boldness and in a surety because as he is, well, how is Jesus? Love by the Father. I am loved by the Father just as much as Jesus is. And so I stand in the presence of the Father with as much boldness and certainty as Jesus himself. Which also means that because I carry the power of the name of Jesus, I stand in front of the devil with just as much authority and conviction and certainty as Jesus did. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, the devil works through intimidation and fear. Amen. It can be fear like something you're never going to get healed. This is never going to go away. Every time you go to the doctor, they find something else. Well, that's fear. And fear will produce what you don't want. But that's still fear. That's the devil. Whenever you resist anything of the devil, you're resisting the devil. Fear is of the devil. It's not God because God's love. And the Bible says there is no fear in love. So God doesn't work through fear. Something bad will happen. Somebody will go, boy, put the fear of God in me. That wasn't God. And that wasn't the fear of God that got put in you. That was manly fear. That was God, ungodly fear. The fear of God is a respect, a respect for God, a respect for His things. Amen. There is no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear. Oh, glory to God. But He'll work through fear. When, when you encounter a, uh, a demonic presence, the first thing that tries to 
enter in is fear. That's the first thing that tries to show up. I've heard people say, you know, the hair on the back of my neck stood up. Well, I've had the hair on the back of my neck stand up before too. And here's what people say. Well, that never happened to Jesus. You don't think so? You don't think so? Jesus had to overcome everything you had to overcome. He had to step out in faith and operate his faith in the authority the Father had given him. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. But you got you to reject it. You got to resist it. Healing would be much easier for some people if they would just receive what was paid for and reject what was placed on them against their will. There's something I have to receive and something I have to reject. The Lord is currently working with and confirming the word with signs following. How? In my name. Notice Acts chapter 3. And this, of course, is the account of the man that was lame at the gate beautiful. And uh, verse 4, well, verse 6, Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give you. Now, there are instances where people have translated that, who I have, I give you. Now, I'm not saying that's an accurate translation, but what I'm saying is that he said, such as I have. Now, notice he didn't say what I have or the thing I have, such as I have, right? If you said somebody, if you told somebody, I'll help you. As much as such that is in me will let me. That means the strength that's in me. Well, they had been given something. And he said, such as I have, I give you. In the name. See, he just entered into that power of attorney. So this is so powerful. At that moment, Jesus showed up. He was no longer just dealing with Peter and John. He was dealing with Jesus. The same Jesus that just 45 days prior to that had probably healed people at that same gate. Now remember, you're in Acts chapter 3, right? The Holy Ghost had just come one chapter previous. One day before. Right? And now they're going to pray, and they encounter this man. And notice, he asked for money, not healing. He didn't expect anything to come out of them but some money. And Peter said, 
Money won't help you. But I've been given the power of attorney of a name that will revolutionize your life. And he said, that's what I'm going to give you. In the name, now notice, this is so important. In the name of Jesus, notice what he said. In the name of Jesus, receive your healing and expect it to show up some point in the future. Oh, it doesn't say that? You know, you'll get better over time. No? In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Is that right? Now, here's what I'm trying to get across to you. What's the expectation? You're going to get up. Right? Now, Listen, I've been healed over time. I'm not saying that's incorrect. But I'm trying to show you the expectation. That's why you say whatever you're believing for, as it's getting better, if it's already gotten better, if you're believing God over an extended period of time, hands were laid on me in the name of Jesus, and I received my healing when they laid hands on me. Right? That, that's it. I received it. See, that's, that's where your faith comes in. Oh, hallelujah. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. Look at Peter. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Could we say that this man was healed as much on Peter's faith as his own. But what healed him? The name. The name. He said in the, now look, he expected the name to function. If you have power of attorney and you call the bank and you say, I'm coming down, I uh, have this safe deposit box ready. You know, it's, it's Uncle Ernie's, but he gave me a uh, power of attorney right? You don't expect to go in there and have a bunch of hoops to jump through. I have power of attorney, have the safe deposit box ready when I get there, right? I have power of attorney. Now, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Hallelujah. It's It's that bold faith in the name. I'm not saying you by any means, but very often people lay hands on people to see what will happen. If you're laying hands in the name, you know what's going to happen. Hallelujah. And notice, they didn't emphasize his condition. I know you've been this way a long time. But let's look at it. Should we look at the condition? Notice. A certain man lame from his mother's womb. And the Bible says later on that he was over 40 years old. 
So over 40, we don't know how much over, but we could say without, without hurting the scripture at all, he had been in that condition for 40 years. You ever had your leg or your arm go to sleep because you slept on it wrong? What happened when you tried to move it? I'll tell you what happened. Nothing. Because that blood supply had been crimped and it was asleep. Right? You rolled over in bed. That was it. Right? Well, this guy had never walked. So we don't know when they started putting him at this gate. But we could assume 20 years. Maybe more. So he had never walked. That blood supply had never generated through his system. One moment he's there. He encounters not Peter and John, the name. He encountered the name. They, they carried him to that gate that morning, but he walked home that night. And guess what? He was never at that gate again. Whew. You might have came today with it. But in the name of Jesus, you can go home without it. Oh, glory. I believe God. Look at Acts 4.10. Be it known unto you all and to the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you whole. Hallelujah. Verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other name. For there's no name given under heaven among men whereby we must be saved. There's not salvation in any other name. One name to save, which means deliverance, preservation, safety, deliverance from enemies, danger, destruction. It means health. But where's it at? In the name. In the name. In the name. And the officials declared, they said, we can't deny the miracle, but don't let it spread. Then they commanded them not to speak or teach anymore in that name. Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. David Ingalls sang that song, Demons are helpless at the sound of that name. They still remember Jesus put them to shame. All hell just trembles. They must obey. Heaven stands at attention when I mention that name. Amen. Jesus wants it to spread. How? By speaking and teaching in the name. In the name. In the name. I remember one time I was uh, teaching our road to recovery uh, substance abuse class. And, uh, of course, it's, it's biblically based. And so uh, we talk about the power of Jesus a lot. And, uh, you know, at any given time, I could have, 
you know, I didn't know who was in the class. We'd have between 40 and 60 guys uh, in that road to recovery. And uh, uh, one time uh, the captain called me and, and asked me to meet with him. And I met with him and he said, a Jewish guy was in your recovery class here not too long ago. And he said uh, uh, he was kind of offended that you kept talking about Jesus. Now, my mindset is, you know, not, and, and you got to understand, I'm not somebody that thumps people in the chest and just rails for my way. You're always going to win more uh, victories by being nice than you are by demanding. But my thought was, well, I'm teaching a biblically-based recovery class. And so, you know, he kind of asked me to, 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 to curtail my use of the name of Jesus. Well, I didn't. I don't know if the Jewish guy ever came back or not. He never made a big stink if he did. But here's the point. It was not teaching the biblical 12 steps that got people set free. It was teaching the name of Jesus. But what was the person offended at? The name. They wanted the help, just not the name. That's, that's the issue with the world. They want things to be better. They don't want the name. Hallelujah. Mm. The disciples prayed for boldness. Notice Acts 4, 29. They asked for boldness and prayed for boldness and asked for signs and wonders by the name. Acts 4, 29. Lord, behold their threatenings. Grant unto your servants that with all boldness we may speak the word, by stretching forth your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name. Now notice, not by Jesus, by the name of Jesus. That's, That's important. One of the seven compound names of God is Jehovah Shammah. Jehovah Shammah, S-H-A-M-A-A. M-M-A-H, Jehovah Shaman. It means this, Jehovah is present. Jehovah is present. The Bible says there was a man one time that uh, uh, stood in a patch of lentils and defended that ground against the Philistines. His name was Shama. And Shammah wouldn't give up his ground. And it says, the Lord wrought a great victory. But here's the thing. Who was holding the sword? Shammah. Who did the, who did the winning? The Lord. Because the Lord was present. Who holds the name? We do. Who prays in the name? We do. Who heals? The name. Just don't back up. The disciples prayed and asked for boldness. Acts 5, verse 12. And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. Verse 14. And believers were the more added to the Lord, multitudes of men and women, insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on the beds and couches, that at least the shadow of Peter passing might overshadow some of them. There came a multitude out of the cities round about to Jerusalem, bringing sick folks and them that were vexed with unclean spirits, 
and they were healed every one. Now, because of the, of the pattern that was set, we know how they were healed, the name. The name. Jesus is that name. And all he was, all he did, all he is, and all that he will ever be is in that name right now. It presents all that I am. Now, if think about this, this is what you got to wrap your faith around. I don't know what Jesus looks like. You don't know what Jesus looks like. Nobody knows. One time there was a little boy, and somebody said that. He said, yeah, we, we know there's pictures. No, there's not. There's no pictures of Jesus. Well, you know, there's somebody who went to heaven and came back and drew a picture of Jesus. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Well, I believe it's true, Pastor. Well, you have a right to be wrong. All right? We'll, we'll, the Bible says when we see him, we'll be like him. All right? But here's the point. Here's the point. This is what you got to wrap your faith around. All that he will ever be is in that name right now. If Jesus was physically present in this room, would you be healed or would you not? If Jesus came up and laid his physical hands on you, would you be healed? Now, most every person will unanimously say yes. This is not a gotcha. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I believe that too. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Where two or three of you are gathered together in my name, I'm there. I've went through this to show you it was the name. The man was not present in any of these instances. It was his name. And when someone says, in the name of Jesus, be healed, my mind, my spirit has to flip to Jesus is about to lay hands on me. Because they're doing it in the name. In the name. So he, Jesus, is healing us now. When he gave us the right to use his name to heal, it was so that we could bring on the scene the fullness of his finished work. And so we could bring on the scene the fullness of his finished work. And that the sick would know that in the use of that name, the healing Christ is present. It's not, this is so important, it's not trying to believe. It's not trying to take healing. The healing is ours. And the name makes it available to us. The healing is mine. And the name makes it available. The name is ours. And over the years, as I've taught on healing... If, if I could get these three things across, don't try. 
Don't struggle. Just use it. Don't try. Don't struggle. Just use it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Brother Hagin said something one time. He had prayed for his brother Dub for years. And uh, Dub was a scoundrel. Dub had run with Bonnie and Clyde. He was something else. And uh, I mean, a most wicked sinner. And Brother Hagin, of course, was concerned about him. And he had prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And he said, finally, one day he was laying across his bed in, in the travel trailer he traveled in. And he said he, he was studying along these lines and he got a revelation. And he said that he got the revelation that he could rebuke those spirits that were attempting to confuse his brother in the name of Jesus. And he claimed his salvation in the name of Jesus. And he had prayed all these years. But when he directed that authority towards the situation in the name of Jesus, matter of days, he was saved. If you would take the next week, just seven days, just seven days, and just declare over yourself whatever needs to be healed, I'm healed of that in the name of Jesus. And then don't approach it anymore like it hadn't happened. And just for the next seven days, just glorify God and praise God for what happened through the name. You see a marked difference. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for every person, first of all, that's present under the sound of our voice and I thank you for every person that's watching online. But Father, as we have looked at this in the Word, we see that where the name is present, Jesus is present. And Jesus said, Father, that whatever we ask in His name, you would do it for us. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible says that Jesus healed the maimed. Those that parts were missing. That could have been an arm, a leg, a finger. That could have been an organ. But right now, creative miracles are occurring. What has been missing is going to be put back. What ha oh, yes, Lord. What has eroded will be made new. What has worn out will be replaced. In the name of Jesus. You're going to get up and down with no pain. 
I see that in two areas. I see it in the area of knees and I see it in the area of backs. I don't know what that, but I'm, I'm telling you that popping you've been hearing is not going to be popping anymore. In the name of Jesus. Heart valves are being repaired. Oh. I see that percentage of blockage just going away in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. And just receive it in the name. Don't try to wonder and worry about why it hadn't happened before now. Just receive it now. Just receive it now. Ever what was is what was. Receive it now. In the present. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You are healed. You are healed. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. In the name, by the name, you are healed. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, you know, you should just move that part of your body that used to be afflicted and you'll see it's healed. You'll see it's healed in the name, 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 in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ha, ha, ha. What a beautiful name it is. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your great love. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 The name of Jesus is flowing through your system. The name of Jesus 
is going to the source of that thing that would sap your energy and cause you to feel weak and lethargic. Whew. It's going to be an early morning for you tomorrow. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. He's working. The healing power is working. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We receive it. Why don't you just lift your hands and just receive it? I, I know the, that healing anointing is flowing. Just raise your hands and receive it. Oh, I take it. I take it now. I take it now. In the name of Jesus. There it is. There it is. There it is. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, we receive it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 We have it. We have it. Glory to God. Amen. We sure appreciate you joining us today. We'll be back here, of course, tomorrow night with another great move of God. Next Tuesday at 11 uh, 10.30, we'll be back with another great healing school. Till then, keep the switch faith turned on. Build your faith. God bless you.